0: That's how you build rivalries, and that's how you build atmosphere. Edwards, three-pointer, it's good! This team is right there with anybody else in, in the country. Porter! Porter! They are clicking on kind of a different level that we didn't, um, that we didn't see this year. Personnel issue. I think. I really think it's just a a player fit. Like I. I think. And again, this is this is partially his fault, right? These are his transfers that he brought in, right? But I'm still saying I think this is just a whiff. I think this is just a whiff. You can't. You can't. You cannot whiff with this much talent. And I love Texas Tech. This is home, and I get to stay home.
1: Hello everybody and welcome to another edition of the Zone Star State Podcast. I'm Matthew Bruni and joining me a day after Halloween is Ishmael Johnson-ish or a week, less than a week away from the season. Six days, Monday, November 7th is we get this thing started and I am, I am excited. I'm ready to go.
0: About damn time, man. Stop talking about this and start getting the games.
1: (laughs) Right? Like it feels like the offseason has been so long. We've had We've had uh, riders on, we've had coaches on, we've done an off-season podcast, we're now doing our prediction podcast, Uh, we're starting today with the women's side, and we will do the men's on Thursday, so um, yeah, 25 teams, we'll try not to spend uh, an enormous amount of time on any single team, but we've done, uh, you know. We did our fantasy drafts. We did a great right, rank, the transfers. So if y'all miss any of those off season content uh, podcast, feel free to go check those out as well.
0: Yep. Wherever you
1: listen. And another to... plug for
0: our YouTube page as well. You know, all our, all our episodes are up on YouTube, but the video format, if you want to see us or, you know, um, cause we may, we obviously make some references that maybe don't get picked up over audio. Um, yeah. And obviously the coaches interviews, all that stuff all over video as well. Yes.
1: Um, I will have. Let me do it now, so that way I don't have to do it. I will share my screen, screen, uh, intermediate, intermittently, intermittently. How do I say that? I don't know. Whatever. <laughs> intermittently. It is. Intermittently. Thank you. Like this, so we can kind of keep track of uh, of uh, what, where we're at. But yeah, the order will be in the description. I will make sure I timestamp the by conference, uh, everything we do. And yeah, I think that's all of the groundwork we have. Ish. So let's let's, do it. let's get right into it. Texas State first team, the only Sun Belt team now that UTA has moved to the WAC. Texas State women's basketball. We talked to Zinereh Antoine over the um over the off season. You know, obviously we did that two years ago as well. So friend of the po- friend of the podcast. Fifteen mm. and fourteen last year. Nine and six in conference. uh Predicted fourth. Uh, they returned pretty much everybody. I'm, I mean, almost. Uh, well, in Kennedy Taylor, they got Morgan Hill, Jakhelibui. You know. The whole team jada reed denisha hood uh where are you at with this team and where are you going in the 18 game uh conference schedule
0: yeah man i'm really fascinated by this team because i think that this is something obviously it was special to get all those players back um but i do think this was maybe a roster that they kind of underperformed last year right they finished i believe pretty well off uta when the, the step final standings came in yeah. and I don't think that bringing everybody back is going to automatically push them to top three or something, but I do think they will be better. I'm going to lean 12 and six. um, And I think this is a team that if anything could make noise in the tournament. I don't know if this is a team that's going to necessarily probably have the consistency to probably win the regular season. I think Troy is very much the class of the conference as far as that's concerned, but give me 12 and six and then give me them making a pretty good run, maybe to a conference championship in the tournament.
1: Yeah. Uh, I have them going eleven and seven, uh, hmm. so one one below. I did before this in my prep, if you want to call it prep. I did write out uh, where I was at with every team, but I did leave myself a little room for uh, wiggle room in case I sure. want to change it. But I'm sticking with eleven and seven here. Defensively, we've talked to Coach Coach Antoine about it. That's going to be the biggest thing for them. They got to figure it out yep. defensively. Um, they you know added some pieces over the offseason that'll that should help them. But you know even with the offensive. Uh, Power firepower that they return. I need to see them improve defensively. But 1-7, and six is where we are at for Texas State. Texas A and M, the only team in the SEC. Uh, obviously, I mean, just a complete overhaul here. Joni Taylor comes in yeah. here from top to bottom. Uh, they bring in Janaya Barker, the number three rated player in the um, in the country for the 2022 class. Uh, Aliyah Petty is back. They have a couple questions in the backcourt, in my opinion. Uh, went 14 and 15 last year and 4 and 12 in conference, but it is a new era for the Aggies. Where do you have them at?
0: This one's a little tough um, because yeah. the rest of the conference got so much damn better um, that I don't know exactly how it's going to fold out. Now, luckily, they only get South Carolina once. Um, I was looking at their schedule. They get, of course, LSU twice, which is going to be obviously tough. I, I, I'm going to lean a little bit more optimistic. I'm going to go 11 and 7 um i think this is a team that i don't think is as bad as they were last year um i think that was just a lot of weird team construction of course the gary blair thing kind of hung over and so i don't think this is a team that's going to compete for the conference i think they'll finish middle of the pack but i trust joni taylor i trust a lot of those players they brought in and i think just kind of a new energy and a new voice in that building is going to be pretty positive for them
1: yeah let me double check i want to see if there's 16 or 18 games you'd probably know better than Uh, i thought I was about, six, about to say you would know. Is I thought manager. there were 16, but I'm double checking four, six. I thought it was you. I thought you put 18 on the thing.
0: 12, 14,
1: 16. 16. 16. Okay. Yeah, good. I did. So I was wrong. Let me
0: Sorry. all right. Let me do that then. Boom. Yeah, that's boom, my thought. That Let's go nine and seven then.
1: Nine and seven. Okay. I'll go nine
0: and seven. Yeah.
1: Nine and seven. Um I actually um I guess i flex to anybody listening, or maybe this is, you know, giving myself um I don't know what the word is. But anyways, basically I had a, a SCC media ballot this year mm, for the first mm-hmm. time and I had and I was like, you know, I'm feeling good about them. Joni Taylor, I love the energy that she's bringing in. I love um, you know, bringing in a big-time recruit. But the the SCC is gone a lot is a, is a lot deeper than last it's year. It's very that tough. Fall. I think what they what it, they
0: finished 11th in the preseason poll.
1: Uh they were yeah, I think it was 11th, something like that. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know if I ever been down. But yeah um I had them coming in ninth in my preseason mm. and for that reason I think they're going to be better I think Joni is a really good coach but I have them at eight and eight
0: yeah I think mean, that's fair um I'm trying to bring up their last season record really quick to just to show how bad it got uh let me see yeah four and twelve so in conference yeah four and twelve in conference fifteen, four, 15, 15 overall um so I think obviously a step forward in that you Know anywhere near 500 is going to be a massive improvement over that. Um, and I don't think they were as bad as that last year,
1: yeah. All right, to Conference USA, where we have four <sighs> teams here, uh, to get through. Starting with Rice, um, they went 14 to 13 overall, eight, nine in conference. Uh, they are predicted fourth by the um, is this coaches or media? I'm assuming media. Coaches, probably coaches, but um That's right.
0: I, think, I think group of five sometimes do coaches' polls, yeah,
1: just coaches. So, anyways, predicted fourth there, uh, head coach Lindsey Edmonds. Uh, obviously, Ashley Austin is a player that we talked about in our uh fantasy draft quite a bit. Um, you know, they have some pretty good shooting, return Fisher, Stover, Jackson, cross the weight. Um, all those names there. So, where, where are we at with Rice this year?
0: we Are looking at 20?
1: 20, yes, Conference 20 games, are all 20.
0: All right, so yeah, there they you went. Eight and six last year, eight and nine last year, I should say, eight and nine. I do think they'll be improved. I think we might see kind of a little bit of a breakout year from them. I'm I'm feeling optimistic, and I'm going to go 14 and six. I think this is potentially a really good team. Um, The fact that Lindsey Edmonds' first year – showed the flashes that it did last year, eight and nine, um, uh, 14 and 13 overall. Of course you lose. That's a year coming off having Nancy Mulkey. Um, yeah. of course the year before, uh, Erica Ogumake, all that stuff. And so I think what she showed in her first year, I think would create a lot of optimism for me. And then the rest of the conference, I mean, UTEP's up in the air, North Texas is up in the air. You know, we don't know exactly what those teams are going to be. So I think this is their chance to at least step to the front of the Texas schools. Yeah. I,
1: they, I mean, fourth feels feels comfortable uh, in mm-hmm. a way. I just don't know if they're good enough to get break into that top group of sure. you know Middle Tennessee or whoever else you know La Tech and whatnot. I'm at
0: eleven and nine. I, okay. I need to see. Okay. I need to see them put it together a little bit more. Um, they were versus, spotty. Like they started off. Um, I think they started like a four game losing streak last year yeah. to start conference, and then they finally. I think basically from February on, they lost like three conference games. So it took a little bit to get going. Um, but when they did, they looked pretty good.
1: Yeah. Uh, another streaky team last year was North Texas, who was really bad to start conference play and then closed the year yeah. extremely strong. Um, they ended the season 17 and 13 overall 10 and seven in conference play. Um, they add Jack Moore from UIW uh, return Quincy Noble but to me there's a lot of questions everywhere else on the roster. I'm sitting here I'll go first. I'm sitting here at 12 and 8, which I think is p- probably a little optimistic, a little positive, but I still think with Noble and Moore, you have a backcourt that should win you a majority of games in conference. I got
0: I got 11 and 9. Um this is like you mentioned the backcourt is going to be the strength of this team, but regardless, you know, there are holes, a lot of places you got to figure out exactly what exactly what you're working with here i think i want to say this team will be more consistent like we won't have the i don't think they'll start off as bad as last year they did to start off the year but um yeah you lose somebody like a jay Zion jackson you know to you to your in-state rival and jacqueline Moore i think will be good but there's still i think she's gonna have to step up her game a little bit right coming from uh, a uiw to maybe more of a bit player or not a bit player but maybe a second option as opposed to having the green light at uh incarnate ward yeah
1: all right, next we have UTSA. Karen Aston, friend of the podcast, uh, coming on here. This is, I mean this, this is weird, this one's I, tough. I didn't even write down last year's record. I believe they won two games in conference last year, if if my memory serves. Karen Aston, obviously, defense rebounding took a step forward last year. They add Jordan Jenkins and Kira White from USC over the, from the transfer portal. Jordan Jenkins, for those who don't know, top player at USC, um, basically is going to be in my opinion step in and be one of the best bigs in the conference immediately but what do they have around her not too much how big of a step forward does UTSA take this
0: year ish I think a pretty sizable one I don't think they're going to compete for the conference or anything but I'm I'm going 8 and 12 I think they jump pretty far they have a go-to player now kira white who's somebody who obviously didn't put up huge numbers at usc but obviously was good enough to go there she's back home now um i talked about alexis parker coming in as a freshman from from the san antonio area as well i think brandeis um and so they just have pieces right they have they had an identity last year and no real real pieces outside of uh Jaden pimentel probably but now they got some pieces they got a go-to player who You know, if she clicks, you know, Jordan Jenkins should be a dark horse for player of the year, potentially, right? If she puts up similar numbers to USC, um, if they punch near 500, she's going to be in that conversation, uh, should be at least. Yeah, Uh, I have 7-13. and
1: I think everything you said is exactly correct. Uh, I mean... That's a pretty substantial jump here. I was about to say seven, that's a six, huge and,
0: jump from where they were last year. To be seven or eight wins
1: in year two under Karen Aston, and uh, I believe you get Jordan Jenkins for one more year after this year too. Mm-hmm. Not to look too far ahead, but you know, like you said, the defense rebounding was there last year. Now you have Jordan Jenkins, and if they play a little slower of a tempo, maybe make games a little bit more ugly. Maybe you could steal a couple more.
0: One of the other things was looking at their games last year. So they took a win off UTEP. They almost beat North Texas. They almost beat UAB. Mm-hmm. Right, they took a win off LaTex. Like they, they were like at least in the latter half of that conference schedule, they scared a couple of pretty good teams that I think they're probably good enough to beat this year. Yeah, UTEP
1: next up here. Uh, head coach Kevin Baker. They add Nia Boyd and Jay Zion Jackson, both former North Texas players. I don't see a ton else on the roster. I actually forgot to write down the record from last year, uh, but it was an underwhelming season. Six and thirteen did... in conference. Yeah, yeah. Um, the team that we thought but, would compete in the West, <laughs> yeah, a team we thought was going to be one of the best teams in the conference ends up having a really, really poor year. They kind of overhaul their roster. Katsuya Ghost is gone, and uh, now we have to look at this team in different lenses. i I think the, uh, let me see, where did the coaches have them pick? They had them picked eighth, mm. which would be another really disappointing year for this this team. Um, I, I was high, I'm high on Nia Board and Jayson Jackson, so maybe. I'm a little higher than the coaches. I, I'm at nine and
0: 11 for you Tim. Um, I'm at seven and 13. I think that I like Nia Boyd, but it's such a weird, I mean, I don't know how to take her going from Oklahoma state and kind of battling injury and then come, you yeah. know, kind of not really setting, settling down there to instantly coming back to potentially being an all conference player again. You know, I, so I don't know. I think Jay-Z on Jackson's a good fit. I'm wondering how they'll work together being back together, but yeah, it's not a lot of, not a lot besides them, really. You're kind of relying a lot on a player who missed last year and then a player who's kind of just in a new environment, Jay Zion Jackson.
1: Yeah. All right. That's Conference USA. Let's get to the American. Let me scroll down. I'll start with Houston. Houston um, is actually predicted to come in second in the conference mm-hmm. here in the coaches poll, uh, kind of close to South Florida, who's p- predicted number one. Uh, they returned a ton of talent, a ton of scoring from last year. Bria Patterson, Tiara Young, Brittany Onyeje, Layla Blair, Tatiana Hill. I mean, go down the list. They finished 18 and 16 last year overall, but only seven and nine in conference. Head coach Ronald Huey. Where do you have um, Houston at? I believe it's a 16 game schedule for in the American yeah. this year. Uh,
0: okay. it is. Let me double check that actually. If you want to count it, i yeah, okay, go ahead. Um, yeah, because last year they were a team that we, another team we thought that would be very good. pretty They're damn good, good and they were kind of fine, right? It wasn't the worst year. Um, but I guess getting, I mean, well, actually, they had a losing record. So yeah,
1: number nine is, is, is way worse than what we thought they'd be.
0: That's true. We thought they'd, I mean, they, they were a tournament snub the year before. So we kind of thought they would kind of like come mm-hmm. back out with some fire.
1: Yep.
0: Um, this was one of the teams I was kind of hung up on. That I couldn't really nail down exactly where I wanted, if I'm being honest do mm-hmm. you want me to go first yeah i go first all right
1: i have them at nine and seven i as much as i want to drink the kool-aid it's the same yeah. team as last year that went seven and nine and um i just can't buy in completely to to them so nine and seven yeah. winning record give Maybe me I'm i'll
0: go a little bit more optimist i'll go 10 and six but just because i think bringing that core back you know might be a, might get you a little a game better but yeah it's still a pretty underachieving group um altogether without any i mean i won't say without difference makers but it's without difference makers brought in new difference makers
1: i should say yeah i mean that is a three win uh improvement you know it is an
0: improvement right so it's again i think last year they will probably admit that they were disappointing so we're expecting them to kind of at least make up for that all right the second american team is
1: smu who it surprised me when I saw the coaches had them third in the conference. Um yeah. not, I mean, I'm not gonna act like I know the entire American from top to bottom, but this is a team that went fourteen and fifteen last year, seven and seven in conference play. Um you have Jasmine Smith and Savannah Wilkinson as your kind of one-two punch there. Head coach Toyo uh Wilson. I'm at eight and eight. I, I'm kind of yeah. I don't know what it is about the these two American teams. I just don't have the most confidence in them taking those steps forwards. But I think they're going to be good. I think they'll be okay, solid.
0: I think they'll be. I mean, I don't know, man. This this is a team that went 500 after not playing basically the year before. Um, so I'm I'm going to be a little bit more. I think they might be closer to Houston. I don't know if they'll beat better than Houston, but I'm going to go nine and seven. I think they're going to be a team that again it's it's similar to it's similar to my thought on Houston, where it's like I like the roster coming back, but is there enough to really surge ahead um, but I think this is a team that maybe next year we're talking about coming back say like oh okay like this is a team that you know a couple years under Toyo Wilson they've looked like they can handle their own basically working with very minimal coming off the, the year that you know the uh, um, the year before she came in when they didn't play any games really and building towards something in the future so I think next year is probably their year but this year I think you're looking at a solid maybe pushing towards the top of the AAC yeah. team.
1: Um, I wrote down seven and seven, so I don't know if I said that, but I meant eight and eight. So
0: yeah, yeah. That, that is what I said. I don't remember.
1: But anyways, eight and eight. Uh, Ish has nine and seven. Those are the two American teams. Now we get to the big, the big players here. Get to the Big Twelve, yeah. our our money maker, our our <laughs> bell cow. in the season here. Uh, I want to put them in the middle. I do not want to put them at the end. At the beginning, right. you know, put them in the middle. So let's start with Texas. Uh, obviously. One of the big stories from last year, you know, Vic Schaefer, Rory Harmon, go down the list 29 and 7, 13 and 5 in conference last year. They lose uh, Aliyah Matharo, they lose Audrey Warren, but they add a slew of transfers. They return Aaliyah Moore. This was really tough for me. This was really tough to figure out. How if they get, got better, if they stayed the same, if the conference got better, they're predicted second in the conference by one point they're one point behind Iowa State in the coaches mm-hmm. uh poll for first place, so uh where do you have them at?
0: I have them fifteen and three I have 15 them fifteen and three yeah I think I think they'll probably split against Iowa State. I think they'll split against Baylor, and I think they'll probably lose maybe an upset one, you know, one or one upset game or, or something, but I think this is the team and this maybe hints towards my Baylor pick. I think this is the year that we see Texas kind of take that step over. Um, Cause I think the pieces that they added were pieces they needed to add, right? You look at, you look at a lot of other rosters and you're like, Oh, that's a good player, but did they need exactly this type of player? I mean, you look at Shayla Gonzalez, Taylor Jones, you look at uh, kadia Jaffe, like these are players that Texas needed you know, it's another ball handler, somebody on the inside, some a rebounder. Like, I think they've added pieces exactly that fit what Vic Schaefer needed in their weaknesses last year, and a team that still won the conference tournament last year. Um, you know, with those weaknesses, so I, I would not be shocked if this team goes fifteen and three or sixteen and two. If I'm being honest, this I really think this is the makings of something pretty good. All right,
1: um, I'm going big, man. I got, big, 13, man. Going I got big. thirteen
0: and five. All right, I went, I went a little low.
1: I don't. I think the big 12 is a little bit more um I don't know what the word is, but I was because Iowa State was good last year uh, mm-hmm. but outside of like Iowa State, Texas and Baylor, nobody else in there was really that competitive or competitive with them like it felt like it was those three and everybody else. to me this year, I think tech is gonna be better. I think Oklahoma's better, Kansas mm-hmm. will be okay uh, Kansas State will be better than they were last year. So you have a little bit more competition there. give me 13 and five. For Texas, I just – I think losing Matharo and I think losing Audrey Warren for a Vic Schaefer team is significant. I think that is actually significant here. So as much as I want to believe in Taylor Jones and Khadija Faye and the two transfer guards they brought in, it's a lot of talent. And, you know, Kendall Hunter eventually. As much as I want to believe in all that, I think I'm going to go on the lower side. I'll be 13-5 and for Texas. Okay.
0: All right.
1: Baylor. 28-7 Twenty-eight and seven last year, fifteen and three. Obviously led by the front court of Nelissa Smith and Queen Egbo. Both of them are gone. Uh, they have a lot of their backcourt back in Jamie Asbury and uh, Sarah Andrews and court, uh, Caitlin Bickle as well. They bring in Asia Blackwell. They bring in Dreana Edwards, two stars uh, in the SEC. I'm i will I'm going to say right now, I think they're better than Texas. I'm one going 14 I'm one fourteen and four. Really? four. Now that's not like a huge.
0: Yeah, it's disparity. not amazing, but yeah,
1: but, uh, it's not a huge disparity, but I don't think any team in the conference reaches 15 wins. There's a hot take. I think Baylor, 14, Texas, 13, and Iowa State. I like Iowa State, but yeah. I think they'll be in the 12-13 range. So we'll, we'll see about that. But that I wouldn't I be Baylor shocked. 14 four.
0: Yeah, I wouldn't be shocked. Um, I have them at 13-5. Um, I think that I wonder if this team looks better than last year but just doesn't like again there were so many moments where they just had the best player on the court right mm-hmm. and I wonder if this team you just watch them and you're like okay this team isn't struggling as much as they were last year because of better depth better just yes. fit depth. things like that so yeah. I think this team a little record wise slightly worse just because I think the big 12s more or less caught I don't want to say caught up to Baylor because that makes it sound like Baylor's bad now but like they're not but the, the conference has gotten better and baylor isn't the juggernaut that's miles away from everybody that they have been the past 10 years so i think they'll be fine but i do think it's more of a it's more of a not middle of the pack it's more of a, a one of many contenders as opposed to baylor being the you know the, the dominant one that everybody's chasing yeah i just last year was so
1: uncomfortable to watch at times and they still ended 15 to 3 uh, right. Obviously, because of the front court, but yeah,
0: I think. Dr- I mean, I think Drayon Edwards. I mean, similar to Texas, right? You look at the players they added, and it's players they needed to add, right? Somebody yeah. else on the back court, somebody uh, like Asia Blackwell, who can do some of the dirty work too from that guard position. Um, somebody. Like Drayna Edwards, the player I'm really fascinated to see is somebody like a Caitlin Bickle, who was the only player they had last year off the bench. Now (laughs) she's playing probably in a more comfortable role, not being you know not having to be the only contribution (laughs) in the front court. That was yeah, literally not having to be six players last year. Exactly, and so like I'm fascinated to see her because obviously she's somebody that Nikki Collin trusts. She has a little bit of an outside shot as well, and so I'm wondering, okay. What do the lineups look like with her now when she's not one of three bigs you have on the entire roster? You know, yeah, I just
1: last year was such a mess and they still won games, so we'll see how that goes. That's true. Uh, a team who we have not mentioned yet in terms of being significantly better is than last year's TCU, uh, last place in the coaches' pool. Uh, I every single coach had them coming in last because they only yeah. got 10 points and there's 10 coaches. So uh, last year six and twenty two overall two and sixteen in conference, a brand new team, uh, the backcourt that we talked about last year is gone. You have Lucy eBay transferring from Central Arkansas, I think is pretty good. But uh, head coach Reagan Peebly um has a work cut out for her. I'm just I I'm gonna be uh, I don't know if positive I don't know if this is positive. positive three and fifteen,
0: TCU, three and fifteen. Yeah I got I got four and fourteen. Um yeah it's. And it's, it sucks because like COVID I think is the TCU is the one team I think that really got hurt from COVID because that team was supposed to be like Reagan Peebly's ultimate, like her built, what she built up to the past couple of years. years. Um, they were looking like they were going to be a dark horse contender and it everybody left, you know, after that year and she didn't get to see a play out. So now it she doesn't have that. I really fear that, you know this isn't me reporting anything but I just really fear if they're gonna hold on to her if they have another year like last year. Um because if they had that year like they did if, if let's say 2020 goes through and they maybe make a 16 or sweet 16 run or something in the tournament. Okay, now those these two years don't look that bad, right? But you didn't see that validation from the tournament with yeah. that Keanu Ray team. And now it's like okay, you know, now we haven't made the tournament in how long now and you know we're not close to really getting back there. Um, the transfer era probably has people with a little bit more happy of a trigger finger with some of these moves, right? You feel like you can bring in talent immediately. Um, yeah, tech's getting better, right? So, like, the bottom of the conference is starting to separate a little bit. So, yeah, I think it's gonna be another rough year. Yeah,
1: Texas Tech seven, um, 11 to 19 last year, four and 14 in conference, a team who was pretty disappointing, battled some injuries. The, the, well, the best a lot of four and injuries.
0: 14 team in the year yeah. in, the, in, the, in the nation. <laughs>
1: No, no really the best 4-14 team in the nation I mean I'm not, yeah I'm you, not joking would, would, their no, schedule literally is so would dumb. punch up would beat random teams on a nightly basis just they, cr- you know, they you beat know so they beat
0: was. Texas in their second uh, conference game they lost by six to Oklahoma they ended up beating Oklahoma later they beat Kansas State. Uh, by 20 and then they they had like frustrating one-point losses to tcu they had like a five-point loss to texas and it was just like wait how are they what what is this team yeah i'm trying to find their games against baylor baylor they lost by eight and then yeah so like it's just like what is this i don't know the best four and 14 team i've ever seen
1: yeah the best four and (laughs) 14 team so Krista gerlich head coach they add katie Farrell. they return bramber sky return Bryn gerlich return riley mckinney what do you what do you think
0: a lot rides on Bree Amber Scott staying healthy, doesn't it? This, is, this was tough. A lot. I'm going 7-11. and 11. Um, It's a little bit – it's a marginal step up. But, again, you're replacing Vivian Gray with a player who could yeah. not stay healthy last year. I do think Katie Ferrell is going to be a big plus for them. I think my, my X factor is going to be Jasmine Shavers, um, highly yeah. tied to recruit out of um, Mansfield Legacy. If she – i believe i forgot where she came back mississippi state i think um if she can come back and and be that prospect that she looked like she was gonna be okay then we'll talk you know then there potentially is something there but um yeah this is a lot to to ask for a big jump from without really having a nailed on go-to player this year
1: yeah i'm at 7-11 as well i thought yeah. i'd be a little bit lower but we're both at 7-11 so a little step up but uh like we said the uh, the top of the Big Twelve is not a not a joke here, and the coaches have them in seventh right now. So,
0: I think that's fair. Yeah,
1: that feels fair. All right, to the whack. This is I think this is where we have the most teams, if I'm not mistaken. Mm-hmm. Was it six, seven, something like that? Six, something like that. Um, SFA Stephen F. Austin. We got to start with the the best team in there, predicted to come in first from the coaches by significant margin. Uh, ended 17-1 and one last year in conference. Meg, Mark Kellogg as head coach, 28-5 overall. Um, you know, Aliyah Johnson is actually the WAC preseason player of the year, which mm-hmm. I thought it would be Star Jacobs, but it is um, uh, Aaliyah Johnson. So Zion Nugent, Avery Brittingham. Obviously, uh, Stephanie Visher is gone. Uh, what you, Illinois, Michigan State, something like that?
0: Uh, Michigan State, Michigan State.
1: Michigan State, there you go. Yeah. All right new team what do you think of sfa
0: new team but still kind of a lot of the old pieces that maybe yeah. i don't think were not an overhaul right yeah. exactly not an overhaul but still a new looking team yeah. um i'm i want to go 15 and 3 i think they i think i don't think they'll be as dominant as they have in the past obviously not even just because of their record but i think like the margin of victory is going to be a lot slimmer um i do wonder who steps up as the beside next to Zion Nugent because you know Stephanie Fisher kind of ran the point a lot last year for them and now they're gonna have to really find somebody else who's who can kind of take that mantle um I liked what I saw from a, the one time I saw him against A&M you know obviously that loss probably looked a lot worse in the end of the year but yeah I still think um they have some they had some pieces there I think Avery Brittingham somebody who I would probably look up to step a lot more um step up a lot more I should say her freshman yeah. year was so good that she was kind of a disappointment um last year and yeah I I think there's something there I think they'll be fine um without Stephanie Vischer obviously the the it'll be more of a by committee approach as opposed to you know somebody coming in and just implement doing what she did basically uh player for player
1: I was going between 14 and 15 wins the more I think about it not having Stephanie Vischer is um it, it, it's going to take some time to adjust. It's a, I mean, it changes your whole style when you lose a player like that. So, sure. Give me, put me at 14 and four for SFA. Uh, I still think they're going to be very good, probably top of the league, but it's, it's hard to expect the team to win 15, 16, 17 games again after losing your best player.
0: I do wonder if we're going to see like a more of an inside game because you mentioned Aaliyah Johnson and then Avery Brittingham next to her, yeah. right? Like, I wonder if we're going to see maybe, to take some of the load off zion nugent um if they maybe go a little bit more inside uh yeah. game first offensively well, yeah
1: and i mean it'll we'll that's what we'll have to see is and how long that takes to adjust to if they can ever figure it, get it together so our right, next team abilene christian 17 and 13 last year nine and nine in conference play head coach julie Goodenough, best name uh i think for texas college basketball coaches julie that's probably true <laughs> um I don't even know who else is up there, but anyways. I was about to
0: say I can't even think of anybody. That's Coach close good to enough.
1: <laughs> Coach good enough has uh, Maddie Miller, Bella Earl, a great three point shooting team last year, um, but their leading scorer and three point shooter is gone in Jamie Bonnerins. So I, I have them at ten and eight. I think they're going to be good. The, the The coaches were had them fifth in the conference. I think ten and eight's a reasonable expectation for this team if they can shoot the ball at a high level.
0: You looked at my sheet. I have 10 and eight as well. Um, I think uh, ACU is a team that is probably used to being up there with SFA. And then past couple of years, obviously, SFA has taken the step forward. They've taken a little bit of a step back. Um, but I still think they're a fine team. Um, the system works. The shooting. You know, the, the outside shooting and the system that's based around that can kind of, I don't want to say live without your go-to players, but like that's the kind of system that breeds new go-to players. And you can kind of eventually make something work um, out of that. So I think they'll be fine. Um, I think they will be a competitive team, a team that maybe is built to make a run in the tournament, as opposed to being, you know, end to end best year, uh, best team in the regular season. Yeah. You know, I I said coach
1: good enough had the best name, but the next team here is, has the head coach Lane Lord. Yeah. (laughs) I mean, right up there, I go one and two coach Lord and coach good enough. So uh, um, UTRGV last year, 14 and 19 overall, eight and 10 in conference play, actually a pretty good year for RGV uh, overall. Um, They do lose their top two scores. I struggled to find a bunch to hold on to. So I'm not as high on them this year. I have them at five and 13.
0: I, yeah, I, this is, this one's a tough one. Um, I have them at four and 14. You lose Sarah Burschers, you lose Taylor Muff, like it, it, you yeah. were already kind of one of the, I'll say struggling. They were, they, were, they were, whatever, last year, they were fine. Um, I think whether 500, would you say? Yeah, they were uh, was, eight and 10 in confidence. Yeah. So, I mean, yeah, you failed to replace those two players. I, I wouldn't be shy. I, I probably would. I'm going to stick with four and 14, but I probably would, if you ask me like a week from now, five and 13 might be, you know, maybe six and 12 might be a little bit more, more um, where I'm actually thinking. But yeah, right now I'm pretty pessimistic on them. Yeah, me too. UT
1: Arlington new addition to the WAC uh mm-hmm. from the Sun Belt uh they went 20 and 8 last year 11 and 4 in that Sun Belt conference I would argue this is a better conference the WAC is, than Sun Belt, probably a little oh, bit yeah. I don't think um so. head coach Sharika Wright uh we wanted to have her on a podcast never worked out uh Kayla White uh comes in star Jacobs is obviously the in my opinion the best player in the conference uh, whether she's Gets a play, player of the year not beforehand. Uh, Dre Washington transfer in. Uh, Dasha Benjamin returner. So they have a plenty of talent. And you have Star Jacobs, who averages 21 points a game. I'm going to put you up there with the best teams in the conference no matter what. Um, obviously, losing Katie Farrell is a big deal. Um, mm-hmm. And they did lose a couple other players from last year's team. And it's a tougher conference. So I'll let you go first here.
0: I'm still... Still pretty optimistic about this team. I'm gonna go 13 and five. Um what yeah, I have is th- written down as well. <laughs> I still think you have the best player in the conference, like you mentioned. I think Kayla white somebody who is gonna be is gonna fit in perfectly. Um yeah, I do wonder with a little bit less ball movement now without uh Katie Farrell, but something like a you know, Kayla White, shy Smith. I think these are players that know that are gonna figure pretty quickly together. And so yeah, give me give me 13 and five. I think they'll. They're gonna. I think they're gonna scare SFA a couple times, um, just because I don't know who defends Star Jake was basically in this, in this conference. Um, So yeah, I I think we're gonna see a pretty good break, another good breakout year from uh UTA.
1: Yeah, shout out Sharika Wright. I mean, oh yeah, if she the if if thirteen and five, five. That's a really really good year in year one. Of the oh last, yeah,
0: she so. could be getting some other calls potentially at the
1: end of this year yeah. if they really hit it hit their stride. Yep. Tarleton State last year went 16 and 13 overall, 8 and 10 in conference play. Head coach Misty Wilson, but looking at it ish, they lost their top four scores and uh, a player who I mentioned in our fantasy draft, Cinebu Tiam, Mm -hmm. six blocks, two and a half shots a game, is their only returning starter or at least the only uh, returning of the top five scores. So you have Cinebu Tiam. Uh, That's it though. So I have them at six and 12.
0: I have them also at four and 14 uh, because of that fact. I think a lot to ask a player who's maybe a kind of a, a defensive anchor to all of a sudden be like a focal point yeah. um, of your team. And so, yeah, I, their offseason was really underwhelming, um, especially compared to what the rest of the conference did. Um, so, yeah, I, I'm kind of really worried about them a little bit.
1: All right, Sam Houston State last year went 15 and 16 overall, 9 and 9 in conference play uh, under head coach uh, Raven Justice. But another team that lost a lot of scoring, top three scorers mm-hmm. gone. I was looking through the numbers to see what I can hold on to. And the only thing I could maybe hold on to was that they were plus four in rebounding margin last year. Um, but I, I had them take a little bit of a step back, put me at 7 and 11 for Sam Houston State this year.
0: I'm at the same. Um, seven. I think Raven Justice is one of the best young coaches in the game. Um, but with that being said, yeah, it's the the interesting one for me is Michaela Woods list missed all of last year. Now, she was a 12 point, 13 point scorer at UTSA the year before. If she's somebody who can come in and get back to that 2020, 2021 form. OK, then we're potentially talking with a team maybe that can push towards. 500 a little bit closer to 500 but right now yeah I'm it's a big if right it's a similar thing with me and Bree Amber Scott trying to to keep her you know hoping that she comes back healthy um, and stays healthy too so I think Raven Justice is good um, but I think this year's roster might be a little bit rough yeah to the SWAC
1: we go and I'm not sure how they did the the poll in this one because there's like 25 votes and Mississippi Valley State who is last place got a first place vote? So I I don't really know what's going everybody, on. Everybody, everybody gets everybody gets a vote. Prayer View also got a first place vote and they came in seventh. So everybody, uh, everybody, everybody like
0: I said, everybody gets a vote, man. <laughs> so there you go, everyone. everyone you want you want a first place vote? Come on now. <laughs> Matthew Bruni gets a first place vote.
1: <laughs> so yeah, I Should have I... had me voting this thing, I would have handed out Prayer Review and Texas Southern with first and second place in there. Uh, <laughs> even though I watched Jackson State almost beat LSU last year in person, so um. Texas Southern first team up 11 and 15 overall last year but 11 and 7 in conference play. Uh Andriana Event is a player that we talked about in our fantasy draft. Ish got her and uh forgot to mention Ish won the uh the women's yeah. draft.
0: Finally the um, voters got it right.
1: Forgot to yeah, I forgot to plug it again later in the, like uh-huh. the next day but st- whatever I couldn't didn't make the calls this time. So <laughs> Ish got it done. Couldn't uh, cheat. So, and Gianna Vent was on his team, uh, elite scorer, elite shooter. Uh, outside of her, I'm not sure what else they have, but, you know, that's a good place to start. Head coach Vernette Skeet. Um, I have him like 99. An oh, okay, go ahead. Give us the background of Vernette Skeet.
0: No, I was going to say, because um, obviously um, uh, Cynthia Cooper Dyke kind of had their – that, that damning report from i can't remember if it was from the athletic or not um that basically you know hinted towards like abusive behavior things like that so Vernette skeet comes in former associate head coach under gary blair i think it was a great hire um i'm curious how i'm, I'm just curious how she does because i mean she brings back a potential conference player of the year and Andriana event i think texas southern's not a team that isn't like it's not a rebuilding team, right? It's kind of a retooling team. Prairie View and TC, TSU should probably always expect to be competing for the SWAC. Um, I outside of her though, that's where my that's where my concern is outside of Andreana Event right now. Um, I haven't met 99, I have met basically 10 and eight. Yeah, I. Okay. I think Jackson State's going to be the class of the conference. I think that's the right pick for preseason. Um, they pretty much showed that last year, and I do think similar to the to the men's swag too. Like outside of that second place, that second place spot could like fall between second and seventh. Like remember last year, we thought it'd be like we thought it'd be Southern Prairie View, and Jackson, and it was like Alcorn State was first for like yeah. a bit of the year. So like I think it could be something similar this year.
1: Yeah, that's
0: that's a good point. That's
1: interesting. Prairie View A and M. Also received the first place vote as I mentioned. Uh, they went 13 and 16 overall last year, nine and eight in conference play. Head coach Sandy Pugh, Diana Rosenthal, another player who we mentioned in our fantasy draft, uh, great, um, great wing forward combo type player for them. I believe she's only 5'10, but um, in the swag, she was able to really have a great year last year. So, I'm I don't know, I don't know. I was looking through the numbers. And looking through the team, and I, I feel a little bit
0: better about this
1: Prairie View team. Uh, I have them at eleven and seven. I feel I feel like they're gonna have
0: a pretty good year. All right, I promise I'm not one upping you. I have them at twelve and six um, <laughs> because I I think I I agree. Like I look at Dinah Rosenthal. I look at Kennedy Paul, I look at Tamiracle Taylor. Like I see yep. more players here who I'm optimistic about, and it's kind of just up to Sandy Pugh to kind of put it all together. Um, but yeah, I do think a deeper roster is, uh, is on hand here. So I think this is the year where we maybe see a little bit of a swing back the other way towards Prairie View side. Yeah. All right. There's the
1: SWAC. Let's get into the next team that Ish can one-up me on Lamar, as we go to the Southland, which is our last conference here, Lamar, yeah. uh, Aqua Franklin head coach, another great name, mm-hmm. getting all the names out here. Uh Sabria Dean, 12 points per game. Akasha Davis, Malay McQueen. Got some players here. They went fourteen and fifteen last year, eight and ten in conference. It's hard for me to predict that big of a step forward. Uh the coaches have them coming in fourth uh in the conference. I have written down nine and nine, but you
0: know what? Give me ten and eight till I'm Ooh, 10 and 8 okay till
1: I'm
0: Okay. Yeah, I'm not gonna one I won't one up you. I have them at um eight and ten. I mean, ten. so I, I, yeah, I, they were pretty good last year. Um, they had they their defense needs a lot of work. Um, they were pretty good at rebounding, but yeah, they were, I believe 10th in field goal percentage allowed and 11th and three point percentage allowed. So I would like to see them maybe work their way up from that. Um, it's probably not hard to work their way up from that. <laughs> um, but, uh, I think that there's something there. I think I like Aqua Franklin a lot. Um, I believe she's in her third fourth year um i can't remember exactly but she is another one of the interesting young coaches in the game so uh yeah i think they'll be around similar to last year yeah a and corpus christi the overwhelming
1: pick to be number one in the conference from the coaches 19 and 10 overall 11 and 3 in conference last year uh head coach royce chadwick they return Alicia Westbrook, thirteen points per game. They return McKinnis Serrata, fourteen and a half points per game. They return uh, Violeta Verano at point guard, uh, who led them in assists. I got fifteen and three. Awesome. fifteen and three. I'm I'm going for it, all in. Tournament NCA tournament berth for Anaheim Corpus Christi. Let's see it. Put it together.
0: It. They were eleven and three last year. Yep. Yeah, I.
1: Now the I'm... the only yeah, concern. Yeah is houston christian which what we're gonna talk about them next is pretty good as well you know they Mm -hmm. could definitely get like there are teams on here who i think am commerce you add to the conference is going to be decent Mm -hmm. You got some teams on here that are going to be decent that could steal a game or two so that's why i'm 15 and three and not any higher
0: yeah um i think that's where i'm at with 14 and four i think they'll split um a couple of series with some of the other top teams you mentioned houston christian um but i mean like you said they have two of the top Four player. Well, they had two first teamers in, in Serrata and Westbrook in the preseason poll. And then you had, um, oh, I forgot the other player you mentioned, but basically. Exactly. So I think they'll be fine. Um, I, They'll probably push past the 20 win mark overall this year. So yeah, give me 14 and four. Yep.
1: All right. Uh, next, AM Commerce, the new team on the block, by far the hardest team for me to predict. I really Seriously. didn't 100% know what to do with this because. On one hand, they won a lot of games last year, twenty-seven and five, and twelve and three mm-hmm. in their conference. I believe it's the Lone Star Conference, correct? Yes. Um, Division two, head coach Jason Burton. They have Diana, Diane Robinson, come back, who we talked about in our uh, fantasy draft as well. Sixteen points per game. Uh, Nia Harmon. They got some. They got some. A lot of returning players here that I like. Uh, the question is, you know, like the coaches poll has them right in the middle at, at uh, fifth, fifth mm-hmm. out of ten which could very well happen. I'm going to I'm going to be a little bit more uh, safe here. I'm going to go 9 and 9. I'm
0: going to go 9 and 9 as well because the only problem is like they played three teams that were division 1 last year and they got smoked except by SMU that lost 66-58 so yeah. that was a pretty solid win or pretty solid performance. But Baylor and Houston, right? Like that's you're not going to measure up against anything against Baylor, but even if you are division one team sometimes and then houston's just a a weird matchup for them as well so there's not a lot to take from that game um they do bring in a d2 all-american like you mentioned Deanna robinson so i'm gonna go nine and nine as well i do like that the southlands kind of being cautious as well they're not automatically putting them near the bottom right they expect them to be a pretty good program so um it might be a little bit below right we might be looking at uh uh seven and eleven, but I I think around within two games of where we're predicting with nine and nine, I think is about right. Yeah. Yeah. Um I feel good about that. Houston Christian, HCU,
1: formerly known as HBU. They changed mm-hmm. from Baptist to Christian
0: over the off season. Within, within, with no not even in the off season, like during the football season. <laughs> During <laughs> like a, three weeks ago uh literally, literally it was the it was like the tuesday before the texas state game they're like by the way we're just in christian now <laughs> like houston, oh Chris, all man. right <laughs> yeah
1: the the huskies over there in houston uh are now hcu they went 16 and 11 last year 12 and 2 in conference play it was basically them and Ann and corpus christi fighting for the top spot uh head coach donnie fin- donna donna finney um they did lose and i forget i forgot to write down her name um it's mia jefferson Thank you, Tamia Jefferson. To no, lose Tamia Jefferson, yeah, they return uh, Indonesia Collins and uh, Julia Vujkovic. So you know, return two of your top three scorers, two of your top three players. I'm gonna be positive, but I'm gonna be cautious at the same time. I'm gonna be 13 and 5,
0: 13 and five. I'm gonna go 12 and six. Um, I think they also bring back Kennedy Wilson, who was one of their top scores as well, um, but. You know, to me, Jefferson was a pretty damn big piece for them. I believe she was early, yeah, 13 points a game. Um, and kind of, I want to say, let me see her usage percentage. I have it right here. Um, she had the ball a lot. She was, yes, 30 percent usage percentage. So I'm, I don't say majorly concerned because I think they'll be okay. I think the Southland's not outside of Corpus Christi. I think the, the field of the Southland's pretty close margins. Man, um, Yeah, Yeah, exactly. So I'm going to go 12 and 6. I wouldn't be surprised if it's like 11 and 5 or – I'm sorry, 11 and 7 or something. But um, I think they'll be right there, probably a step below Corpus, but still kind of pushing them a little bit. Yeah. And
1: finally, the last of the 25 teams is Incarnate Word, San Antonio. um, It's very own. uh, 14 and 17 last year, not 5 and 9 in conference. Head coach Jeff Dow. Obviously, they lose, uh, Jocelyn Moore, who we talked about earlier in the podcast, their leading scorer, just a, a clutch player, great, uh, their best player by far. Um, they returned guard Destiny Terrell, who averaged eight and six last year. As a team, they shot 26% from three, and that's including Jocelyn Moore, who was their best player.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, agree. I don't
1: know. You can go,
0: you can go first here. Oh, not great. By the way, I realized I said doctor. I was thinking of Dr. Carson Cunningham, who's the men's coach, not Jeff Dow. Um, regardless, uh, this is a team that wasn't very good last year, even with their best player. Uh, I'm looking at four and 14 right now. That might be really negative because I just mentioned how the Southland does not have a, a <laughs> just wide margins, but I just do not see the optimism for this roster right now. Um, they were nine and last- eleven with Joclyn Moore last year, right? I think Jocelyn Moore is good enough to maybe get you five wins. So,
1: yeah. I I mentioned I think it was last year on on this podcast that when I was making fun of their their the stadium of the of the Incarnate Words and I said they needed uh, to get a new one, but they are from San Antonio, so I will one up you. Give me five and thirteen. For <laughs> all Wars. right, there you go. All right, all right, on, that'll work. Get on the good side over there. Uh-huh. All right that that does it i'll try to share it here if this is legible here let me take down the banner <laughs> the outside too so you can do that uh, y'all can zoom into that screenshot it if you want or however you want to do it but um i there guess we should, I just, should i recap it real quick should i just run through them
0: uh or is that too long I was about to say that might be too much. It might be, yeah, too, it much might be too much for the audio listeners. Too much for the audio listeners,
1: but um, yeah, you can rewind if you need to or whatever. We'll it put is, it on but... our. We'll
0: put it on our on our Twitter too. Yeah, we'll, we'll put it the, on hold. Twitter. Hold it accountable.
1: Well, yeah, we'll, we will hold this accountable. I'll print this out and put on put on my wall somewhere. Yeah, and then you know if I have a family or a guest over, be like, what is this? I'll be like, don't worry, this is my Dave Campbell's predictions for the year, and I I pray to them every night. It's. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, that's that's it. We got out of here. I, I said I want to do this in 50 minutes, and uh we got it right at 50 minutes. So 25 teams, Ooh. 25 predictions, 50 minutes. Uh we got the men's coming out on Thursday. So yeah, let's, we'll see how how it goes. And uh we're less than a week from the season. So
0: season, baby. We got exhibitions going on now. We got overreactions to uh who Texas beat this past weekend. No. Uh, uh, Arkansas. They beat Arkansas by like 30. The men did. And the yeah. women, I forgot who they beat. We, we, could, beat we could do a whole
1: different pod, whole other podcast on on overreaction of
0: overreactions uh, to the scrimmages, baby. Scrimmages. Tennessee smoked Gonzaga. They're about to win the national title. Houston titles. beat Duke. Houston beat Duke. Yeah, that's uh, right. That's right. Oh man, uh it was DePaul. Women beat DePaul by almost looks like almost forty or thirty. I can't remember, but yeah, I so, mean they took yeah. their best player. Texas women took DePaul's is very best true. um I, know. I will say, real quick, since we are talking about the women's team, might as well look – there was something on the box score that really kind of stood out to me from that game. Um, Amina Muhammad, freshman, 27 minutes. That was something. Like, again, now I know players are out for Texas right now, so it's not yeah. – everybody's not healthy. But getting – okay, that shows some – if you throw Amina Muhammad in there, that's a little bit more depth for the front court than I expected. So um, I think Rory Harmon played 27, Shayla Gonzalez 29. Gaston 19, Aliyah Moore 23, Sonia Morris 33. Um, it's kind of messed up that you play Sonia Morris the most out of anybody on that team versus her old team. That's <laughs> kind of messed up. Messed, that is kind of messed up by far the most minutes of any player on that team. <laughs> uh, That's but yeah, so uh, that was something that stood out to me it was uh, yeah, the freshman getting on the floor, uh, finished yeah. with four and seven and a block. So, yeah, something to watch out for. There you go. All right, I might have to readjust
1: my uh, my picks now. There you go. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, that's all we have for you all today. Again, subscribe to the YouTube if you haven't already um, and leave us a five-star rating or, and review wherever you are um, listening to the podcast. Again, season starts in a week. We'll be back on Thursday for our men's predictions, so uh, stay tuned for that as well. Thanks for joining us, and we'll talk to you all later.